Hello and welcome to Pakistanuni. In this episode, I spoke to Dr. Afia Sherbano Zia about the state of Pakistan's women, their economic empowerment, and the generational shift that is currently occurring within the women's movement in the country. Dr. Afia is an activist, writer, teacher, and member of the Women's Action Forum. She's also author of the book Faith and Feminism in Pakistan: Religious Agency or Secular Autonomy. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy this discussion. Dr. Afia, welcome to Pakistanomy. Thank you, Uzair. So, before we jump in uh, and discuss the state of Pakistan's women, I just wanted to share some data with our listeners. Uh, which is from the Pakistan Demographic and Health Survey, which really suggests that the state of Pakistan's women is quite terrible these days. Um, it says that about 50% of ever married women uh, between the age of 15 and 49 do not have any education. And if you isolate that for rural women, it's about 61% of them have no education. 5% of them mm-hmm. uh, of the surveyed respondents read a newspaper once a week. 6% use, a, use or have access to a bank account. And over 25% have experienced physical violence uh, uh, after turning 15 over their entire lives, uh, with about 15% saying that they experienced physical violence in the last 12 months of the surveys uh, before the survey was conducted. So to me, uh, as someone who is looking at this data, it is quite a terrible state of affairs. And as someone who's done research and focuses on this issue, uh, tell us a bit more about the state of Pakistani women and why it is so terrible. So, Uzair, um, in this survey is important. These, uh, you know, the two things to say about that are important about these surveys. One is um, it has these government. These are government surveys. So, you know, for the longest time before this, um, when we used to make these claims, there was not data to back it up. So. In some ways, this has been a shift in in the Pakistani psyche and in the state psyche where we've actually started to measure um, and understand why it is and and where it is that women are um, sort of suffering or um, uh, economically. And the more important thing about the demographic health survey, in my opinion, is that uh, because of the pressure of the women's movement, it connected violence, which you've just quoted, uh, domestic violence in particular, for the first time, it it was uh, it became part of an integral part of an understanding that health and labor, women's uh, work product and <clears throat> bodily um, labor is connected to or the obstruction to these progress uh, is connected to violence, right? Um, so that's an important thing. Now, the why question um, is not, uh, it's not a, a unique, uh, Pakistan is not exceptional. Global indicators, Pakistan is pretty much bottom of those indices, human development indices, gender empowerment indices. So there's no getting away from the fact. So these uh, health, sur- these surveys have um, at least confirmed uh, statistically things that we were saying uh, ob- in terms of observation or experiences. So that's an important shift. Before we get into the why also is that this is not necessarily evenly distributed across the provinces, you know, the overall labor force participation of Pakistan is low in any case for men and women. It's one of the lowest in the world. Um, 
लेकिन उसके अंदर जब हम जेंडर कंपेरेटिव्स करते हैं ना जेंडर का मकसद ये होता है जेंडर स्टेटिस्टिक्स या जेंडर सर्वेज या जेंडर स्टडीज़ की आ, का फ़ायदा ये होता है कि मर्द और औरतों के मुकाबलतन जो प्रोग्रेस है या नहीं है या सिचुएशन जो है वो मेजर करता है सो इन दैट वुमेंस लेबर पार्टिसिपेट और फीमेल लेबर पार्टिसिपेशन इज़ इन फैक्ट वन ऑफ द लोएस्ट इन द वर्ल्ड इट्स ओनली यू नो इट हॉबर्स एट ट्वेंटी टू ट्वेंटी फाइव परसेंट वट एंड यू आर एब्सोलूटली अच्छा सो बट इन दिस इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट टू पॉइंट आउट उजेर दैट वो भी इक्वल नहीं है अगर वो पंजाब में लेबर फोर्स पार्टिसिपेशन फीमेल की हाई है या सिंध में है तो ट्राइबल एरियाज़ में जो पहले फाटा कहलाते थे उधर सिर्फ छः फीसद है so uh, you know it's important to understand what is pakistan when we're discussing it ye koi equally distributed uh, statistics nahi hai lihaza mazid micro studies karne ke liye aur provincial levels pe um, जो डिवाइड्स हैं और इनक्वालिटीज़ हैं उसमें उसको मेजर करने की ज़रूरत है और वो इसलिए ज़रूरत है फिर उसका जवाब आता है जो आप कह रहे हैं कि वाई वाई इज़ वुमेंस यू नो इकोनॉमिक हेल्थ एंड बॉडीली इनसिक्योरिटीज़ एंड एंड इनक्वालिटी सो प्रेवलेंट तो एक रियासत तो है हमारी बट उसके अलावा हर सूबे की एक पेक्यूलियरिटी है जिसको समझने की ज़रूरत है so that that's really helpful and i think uh the number at the demographic survey for pakistan itself was 17% have formal employment in terms of women that were surveyed which is quite low and to me the interesting part also was i you know that you pointed out it varies by provinces and balochistan and khyber pakhtunkhwa for example are even lower but even when one looks at ter- women who have tertiary education university education or above uh when you compare uh pakistan's demographic surveys with india or bangladesh even uh tertiary educated women in pakistan don't participate in the labor force as much as the peer economies in our neighbors uh or in bangladesh for that matter um and in your assessment like why is that the case that even we'll get to the women who are in rural areas or um are in uh, provinces like khyber pakhtunkhwa or balochistan but even among highly educated women why is it that pakistani women are not in the labor workforce at least as much as other countries that frankly have similar cultural norms and traditions than pakistan mm-hmm. so uh, two things in this regard one uh, when we when we make statements like this i think it's important to point out that women uh, it's not that women are not working it's just that like you say that the divide between the formal and the informal sector and the informal sector is largely unmeasured and undocumented uh, this has been a long standing call of the women's movement and economists male economists have started acknowledging for some years now that um, it's not that women aren't working that it's just that they are not measured now the health survey and these other surveys have also become um, aware of this criticism and wo ek wo nikalte hain tarika formula to measure you know homework domestic work whatever because but obviously it's not it cannot possibly capture the informal sector um, because it's not geared towards or its uska interest aur abhi tawajjuh us pe nahi hai aur tarike kar methodologies nahi nikali gayi hain jaise dusre mulkon mein aap keh rahe hain lekin bawajood uske there is this um myth 
that you know uh, women of a certain class uh, tertiary educated jo aap jaise keh rahe hain university educated higher educated wo bhi pakistani aurtein muqablatan uh, dusre uh, south asia context mein itna kaam nahi karti hain dekhiye iski ek uh, i mean a couple of things that we need to understand is that the market um, uh, uh, you know the market itself and public space in pakistan is extremely gender segregated ye ek uh, khasiyat hai pakistan ki ye जरूर मानती हूं कंपेयर टू अदर साउथ एशियन कंट्रीज वे पब्लिक स्पेसेस आर एक्सट्रीमली सेग्रिकेटेड यानी कि वुमेन डू नॉट क्लेम पॉपुलेट और आर नॉट प्रेवलेंट इन पब्लिक स्पेसेस अच्छा उससे मार्केट का भी ताल्लुक है उसकी पब्लिक ऑफिसेस से भी रिश्ता बनता है जब औरतें उसमें एंटर ही नहीं करती हैं या एक ऑब्स्टिकल्स हैं देन ऑब्वियसली वो मोबिलिटी नहीं है देन वुमेन डू नॉट पार्टिसिपेट देरा दे थिंक मैनी टाइम्स बिफोर एंटरिंग द मार्केट एंटरिंग पेड एम्प्लॉयमेंट um and also overall there is this um a cultural um keh uh, le um sort of uh, common sensical ideal um or myth if you like where women women of uh, who work are not considered to be uh, respectable it is not considered to be i mean this is of course shifted and changing lekin historically a baggage raha hai hamare sath ke uh, women should if women don't work then it suggests that uh, it's against our honor male honor uh, we don't need to work so kind of a false respectability uh, that has influenced our understanding of who should work or not aur ye har tabke ko influence karta hai in kurangi i did a study of women in working in factories in karachi and a lot of them would tell me the few that i found uh, working in certain um, sectors in the in the rice factories uh, they are no, when i asked them what is the reputation that you carry in your neighborhood you know and they said hame kaha jata hai ki hum company aurte hain yani ki the ones who work in companies or in factories and they are considered non marriageable non you know that they are not uh, desirable for marriage even though they are employed and and working women so ye kuch uh, stereotypes and kuch uh, biases and prejudices hain ke bawajood uske ke we depend our fam you know many of our units depend on women's incomes uh, ek cultural false respectability false um you know um, male um, defined kind of norms suggest that women who work are somehow uh, not not worthy of respectability if they are of a certain profession uh, uh, you know doctor engineer jo uh, acceptable professions hote hain to tab bhi unke dual burden hota hai agar wo ghar ke pe kaam nahi karti hain ya ghar pe nahi rehti hain zyada to kaha jata hai ki they neglecting the home etc etc so mm-hmm. these are old biases and prejudices which i think other um, south asian countries have sort of surpassed and we still seem to be stuck in this yeah no i think that's a very interesting point and as, as you were describing that i was thinking back to my conversation with mehfish arfin who's the ceo of khadpar and they provide services uh, beauty services at home and so a lot of the mm-hmm. employees they have or the women they work with come from lower uh, from backgrounds where women Uh, are not allowed to work and i was asking her well what's the barrier in terms of recruitment that you typically face and her point was like just convincing the family that it is okay for the woman in the house to step out and work and go from home to home uh to earn a living is an honorable thing and she should be encouraged to do that she was like that's the first step that uh, that i have to cross with the family and it's really really difficult 
to convince that and you know it gets even more difficult as this woman starts making money and has some independence because as you described they become known as company or thing or something like that um and we see that across the cultures right so for example a few years ago when girls at dhabas became a, a social media phenomenon and more and more women were sitting out at dhabas it was such a big thing and i had friends from bangladesh or other parts of the region who were like why is this such a big thing in pakistan and i was like well because pakistan is still trying to make sure that its public spaces are not gender segregated uh in in this manner um and then i think also it's important to uh recognize the role and that's what i wanted to ask you about my view is that the culture and the media in our country actually perpetuates these stereotypes so when you look at or watch uh pakistani dramas for example the typical plot is very similar where the more independent working uh woman is portrayed in many ways as being the evil uh character and the gharelu aurat is uh, considered as the uh the, the one who is you know meets certain norms of society or meets certain moral and ethical norms that are perpetuated through these television shows do you think culture and media has a big role to play here in terms of uh perpetuating these stereotypes and limiting the way in which society progresses and moves forward uh when it comes to women and their role in society yes certainly i think that you know we can't underestimate the role of of media and uh, you know uh, in that sense lekin uzair i still feel that uh, there is no substitute for economic solutions if you change your economic policies and particularly the state if the state changes its uh, like i said you know even the survey that we're discussing if you change your uh, the way you measure gender empowerment uh that changes a lot of things if you change your policy in the election commission you uh, put in a gender specialist it changes the attitude of state institutions and it has a huge effect not a trickle effect it has an immediate impact on um how women are encouraged then to vote it if you if you change economic policies it has a direct impact so ab media is a supportive tool certainly uh, it changes attitudes it 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 legitimizes uh, the ideals that and and it breaks down myths and stereotypes usme koi shak nahi hai lekin main phir bhi samajhti hu ki small and medium enterprises and economic solutions jo hamare suggest hote hain ya economic ya finance um, departments jo hamare mehkme hain planning and development they are not genderized they are not gender conscious they are not invested in improving have you heard any leader talk about the need to raise the female labor participation in pakistan No. Yeah, I was no, I was I mean you're you're ahead no. of me on this but I was thinking ke in many cases to tasveer aati hai cabinet meeting ki ya koi committee meeting ki in fact koi meeting hoti hai financial inclusion for women ke upar for example I've seen the picture that comes out of that meeting has men only in the room so I don't think there even it, we have a long way to go there right so it it's not even reached the point yeah. where what you're saying they don't even talk forget about talking about it in the room it's only mm. male sitting around mm. talking about these topics yeah it's like you know when wendy brown said termed coined the term homo economicus it really is about the econ- the the economic unit uh, if it is the family it is the male head of the household when people come to do surveys they ask about the male head of the household and you mentioned bangladesh and i think it's important to learn lessons in bangladesh the citizenship act has been uh, was challenged and this notion of the male head of the household was done away with 
इट हैड एन इमीजिएट इम्पैक्ट यू नो सो वेन वी टॉक अबाउट मीडिया हम थोड़े से फंस जाते हैं इस चीज़ में कि मीडिया सोशल मीडिया और इस हवाले से रवैये में रवैयों में तब्दीली आएगी ज़रूर होगा लेकिन कुछ स्ट्रक्चरल बुनियादी चीज़ें हैं जो बहुत ज़रूरी है कि उसको भी बदला जाए इफ़ वी चेंज समथिंग स्मॉल लाइक अटीजन द सिटीजनशिप एक्ट और दिटीजनशिप लॉज और दिस नोशन ऑफ हाउ वी कंडक्ट इकोनॉमिक सर्वेज और अंडरस्टैंड इकोनॉमिक यूनिट्स एंड डू अवे दिस विद दिस कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ द मेल हेड ऑफ द हाउस होल्ड उसमें भी फॉरन यू विल सी अ चेंज इन द वे एंड वे पॉलिसीज देन अनफोल्ड ओके सो आई गिव यू अनदर स्पेसिफिक एग्जाम्पल पाकिस्तान में जो बेनजीर इनकम सपोर्ट प्रोग्राम का कैश ट्रांसफर प्रोग्राम जब इंट्रोड्यूस हुआ था इट शिफ्टेड अपार्ट फ्राम एवरीथिंग एल्स इट डिड और इट डिड नॉट डू सेम विद माइक्रो क्रेडिट वी कैन बी क्रिटिकल ऑफ इट बट वॉट इट डिड इज उसकी सारी इकोनॉमिक तवज्जो जो थी ना स्टेट की एक डायरेक्ट रिश्ता बनाया उन्होंने विद वेमेन इन द फैमिली यूनिट और इन कम्यूनिटीज और इन हाउस होल्ड्स जब आप ये डायरेक्ट रिश्ता और लिंकेजेस बनाते हैं उसकी अनइंटेंडेड कॉन्सिक्वेंसेज ये होते हैं कि वो एम्पावर कर देता है उस औरत को उसकी अहमियत बढ़ जाती है उस कम्यूनिटी के अंदर एंड दिस इज़ नॉट अ सॉर्ट ऑफ चैरिटी या ये जक़ात नहीं है दिस इज़ अ कैश ट्रांसफर दैट क्रिएट्स अदर थिंग अदर डायरेक्ट रिलेशनशिप विद द स्टेट एंड वेमेन सो इट गेव दैम द आइडेंटिटी कार्ड उस आईडी कार्ड की वजह से जो बहुत सी औरतों के पास नहीं था उनका फिर एक राइट uh, और right हक बन जाता है कि वो जाके वोट डालें जो पहले नहीं था सो देर दिस डोमिनो इफेक्ट ऑफ एम्पावरमेंट दैट कैन टेक प्लेस इफ द स्टेट क्रिएट्स अ डायरेक्ट एंड इक्वल रिलेशनशिप विद वुमेन ऑफ दिस कंट्री दैट इज द की इशू फॉर मी ऑफकोर्स द मीडिया शुड सपोर्ट इट एंड गिव इमेज जैसे आप कह रहे हैं लेकिन जो स्पेसिफिक इंडिकेटर्स होते हैं ना या स्टेप्स होते हैं इकदाम जो होते हैं वो फर्जी चीज़ों के ऊपर नहीं होना चाहिए कि कंजम्पन पैटर्नस क्या हैं औरतों के यू नो इमेज क्या है उनका बट इन फैक्ट इट शुड बी गेयर टूवर्ड्स हाउ कैन वी इम्प्रूव द मोबिलिटी हाउ कैन वी इम्प्रूव इकोनॉमिक एक्सेस हाउ कैन वी इम्प्रूव इनहेरिटेंस राइट्स लैंड राइट्स प्रॉपर्टी राइट्स हाउ कैन वी गिव स्मॉल एंड मीडियम enterprises uh, that are directly uh, lend to women you know to ye indicators mere liye zyada aham hote hain binis aur us pe tawajjuh dene ki zarurat hai aur jaise main keh rahi hu economic solutions have not been gendered in pakistan mm-hmm. so you can give a lot of images and you can give you know empowerment um, messaging uh, and symbolic um, references but they will only be support that's a supportive industry we need to get to the real heart of the matter which is uh, economic uh, livelihood uh, and um, policies and indicators that will uh, give women assets that will give them will improve their uh, mobility security um, and um, you know uh, and, uh, and sort of economically improve their um, overall uh, political access to the state and and um, you know sort of join the economic the political economy of women's status has to improve in this country so you mentioned uh, what bangladesh did with the citizenship amendment and the head of household changes that they put in place uh, what are some other things maybe in the region or around the world that you look at and say countries have achieved to 
bring women to the center um, in terms of economic policies and in, ensure their economic empowerment that you would recommend that Pakistan either think about pursuing or pursue uh, in the near term that, uh, in your view, would have a phenomenal impact in terms of empowering women economically and as a result of that, then uh, further their empowerment in society at large. So, दो चार चीजें हैं जो कि फौरी तौर पे मतलब हो सकती है अभी हाल में एटलीस्ट इन सिंध यू नो आई मीन दिस इज नॉट इन एनी पर्टिकुलर ऑर्डर बट जस्ट टू गिव यू एन आइडिया ऑफ द रेंज ऑफ थिंग्स दैट कैन बी डन एग्रीकल्चरल वर्कर्स को सिंध के अंदर रिकग्नाइज किया गया है फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम दे बिन ब्रॉट इन टू एंड रिकग्नाइज एज वर्कर्स जिसके साथ सारे जो राइट्स होते हैं इन टर्म्स ऑफ कॉन्ट्रेक्चुअल वर्क इन टर्म्स ऑफ मिनिमम वेज इन टर्म्स ऑफ राइट्स दैट दूसरे लेबर के दूसरे तबके और दूसरे सेक्टर्स को मिलता है एग्रीकल्चरल वर्कर्स को भी एटलीस्ट इन थियोरी द लॉ हैज अलाउड टू डू दिस दैट नीड्स टू हैपन ऑल ओवर पाकिस्तान राइट एंड इट नीड्स टू बी इम्प्लीमेंटेड दैट्स अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट feature because uh, women are uh, sort of occupy nearly 72% of you know comprise of 72% of agricultural work um, and it's a very labor intensive work to bahut zaruri hai ki uske jo rights hain uske sath labor ke should be attached to them also in the informal sector um there needs to be a mapping of that so, i mean there's just no two ways about it aur uska dekhna zaruri hai ki majority of women in the urban sectors are involved in the manufacturing sector ab usme kya violations ho rahi hain kya problems ho rahi hain needs to be studied at a micro level in in all the provinces right in the tribal areas jaise maine shuru mein kiya na kaha hai na ki ye har subah mein ek ek khasiyat hai main समझती हूँ कि इकोनॉमिक पॉलिसी शुड फोकस ऑन द स्पेसिफिक्स ऑफ दैट प्रोविंस एंड व्हाट वुमेन आर फेसिंग इन द लार्जेस्ट सेक्टर सो इन द ट्राइबल एरियाज फॉर एग्जांपल देयर इज ओनली सिक्स परसेंट ऑफ द फीमेल लेबर फोर्स पार्टिसिपेशन बट अ लॉट ऑफ दोज वुमेन आर इन्वॉल्व इन नॉन ट्रेडिशनल देखिए जब आप डेस्परेट होते हैं ना तो आप कोई भी काम करने के लिए तैयार होते हैं और आप औरतों की वो सारी जो फॉल्स रिस्पेक्टेबिलिटी है और इज्जत और ये सारी चीज़ें भूल जाते हैं यू नीड टू अर्न मनी टू लिव so women work in the um, in sort of non traditional sectors jaise ki uh, fisheries mein bhi kaam karti hain aur construction mein bhi kaam karti hain now that's rare jo aap keh rahe hain na dusre mulkon mein ye hota hai pakistan mein uh, construction industry mein itni nahi milti yeah, but I, this is not i i yeah, was thinking about is, the construction that sorry to interrupt but you know last time i was in delhi um it was yeah. i was just driving by and there was like dozens of women working in construction on the road building a road and i had yeah. never seen that in pakistan before so i think you're absolutely right that it's not the norm also, uh, also, in pakistan also in transportation so here's the weird thing tribal areas which are considered to be the most you know backward undereducated underprivileged wo uh, transportation or construction mein aurtein aapko dikhengi thodi hain jaise maine kaha hai magar hai magar that's not empowerment huh? so this is where i say we need a gender lens to understand economics that is what's called also in india a distressed sale of labor that's really desperate situation uh, that reflects it to hum usko falsely celebrate nahi kare um jaise ke tharparkar mein you know the the coal project over there that is a different way of including women in 
truck driving or giving them that thing. And, you know, I know that these multinationals like to slap these uh, images on top of their reports and show how they have empowered women. We shouldn't get falsely lured into this notion that, you know, this is empowered women. There's a huge difference between empowerment and autonomy. Um, and I think that's one key issue. The other is that, uh, but paying attention to how distressed labor is, how do we uh, use this opportunity to give women their labor rights to give them more opportunity uh, and protection in the market and at the same time not sort of you know build up this fake thing that a lot of these multinationals have have tried to do to use uh, gender empowerment as a brand to promote their products multinationals ki jo apni uh, problematics hain usko expose karne ki bhi zarurat hai they just getting women into the labor market doesn't mean ki aapne empower kar diya khud ko khud there's a whole bunch of responsibility uh, and protection uh, and physical and otherwise uh, you know sort of economic uh, rights that you have to give them to claim that you have empowered women uh, in the employment sector to ek ye cheez hai dusra mere khayal mein uzair bahut zaruri hai ki pure government of pakistan ke mehkamon ke ek gender audit kiya jaye ke mehkamon mein khud agar khawateen aur auratein nahi hai aur main nahi kehti hu ki jo aurat aayegi wo sirf aurat ke liye hi kaam karegi but you have to change if we're saying we're talking about gender balancing about equalizing the the public spaces to har daftar mein har decision making idare ke andar bahut zaruri hai chahe wo judiciary ho bureaucracy ho planning and development ho you know and state bank ho bahut zaruri hai ki we begin with gender equal uh, equality uh, and em- employment over there women's employment over there i think there is a need for emergency attention to the tribal areas it's a huge opportunity whether it's gilgit baltistan whether it's azad kashmir whether these this is the tribal areas uh, of khyber pakhtunkhwa unke upar tawajjo dene ki zarurat hai we can't just keep focusing on urban areas ye uh, exclude karna is where the imbalances come from and that's not healthy for any nation um we do need a surge in the women's labor force something the government has to do uh, in terms of taking a leadership uh, role in encouraging more women and providing them the ancillary services uh, which is market chain ko improve karna auraton ko middle women banana bajaye ke mardon ko technology ke tahat aap unko educate kare har ek jo hai jaise aap keh rahe literacy economic literacy is quite different and can be easily accessed you don't have to go to school to do that you should everybody should be going to school but my point is that there are other ways to extend uh, an education economic education bank accounts khol de aap आई मीन इसमें तो कोई प्रॉब्लम ही नहीं है ना और एवरी लाइक मोर वुमेन हैव सेल फोन सेल फोनिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटिसमेंटि
that's what we have to specify ke aap physical access nahi dene dete hain aap kehte hain chadar char diwari aap sexual harassment ko rokne rokna nahi chahte hain wo obstacle zarur hai to mobility and autonomy lekin opportunity and state policy they have a very important role far more important role i think uh, to play no i think the bank account point is really interesting and valid right like 6% of women use a bank account according to the demographic health survey yeah. and just when you look at places like bangladesh or india one of the key things that they've done to pursue uh, financial inclusion is just across the board whether it's women or not uh, open up bank accounts even if those bank accounts are zero balance because at least you set up the infrastructure in place and and give them something that they can over time then you can get them to start using them whether it's through government transfer programs or anything else um and in pakistan i think from a data perspective that foundation is already there right so you have nadra and nadra can do a gender audit uh, along with the state bank of pakistan and make a policy to let's say double the number of women held bank accounts across pakistan with a focus on uh, kpk balochistan azad kashmir etc um to drive that rate up and mm. i think that those those micro targeting schemes can have a profound impact when done with a consistent uh focus um so i think that's important and i and i it's interesting you brought up culture and religion because i was going to ask you about religion and how much of a barrier uh it is because you know i was thinking about for example in the role of sexual harassment i remember scholars like or quote and quote scholars like farhat ashmi who talked who have been in the news about talking about the fact that there is no such thing as uh marital rape in in islam for example right and she's quite popular particularly among urban women and what i'm hearing from you is that yes that is a problem but it is not that that is the end all be all of everything that is going wrong in terms of the state of affairs for women in pakistan and the government has a bigger role to play and it's about time that it steps up and and does the things that it is supposed to do to drive change in the country absolutely so dekhiye ek pehli baat to ye hai ki micro steps important hai but on the other hand just to finish that point uzair that it is also important to recognize ke jo property regime agar aap usko bhi nahi durust karenge na that is a key problem so the surveys will also show you that land revenue mis mein agar aap dekhe takriban 47% in punjab uh, uh, of the complaints uh, about uh, um, sort of um, uh, disputes on inherited property has been registered by women so there is a shift taking place where women are this is the the hidden the silent kind of uh, if not revolution certainly resistance that is coming women are becoming aware of their right to inherit property or to have property uh, and there is that movement taking place i think in my opinion silently uh, and this is an indicator of it to ab aapne us property regime ko which is a core source of women's empowerment particularly economic empowerment and economic autonomy or independence usko agar aap उसकी सबसे बेहतरीन तरीका उसको रोकने के लिए या कंट्रोल करने के लिए यही है ना कि आप कोई कल्चरल बहाने दे देते हैं या आप कहते हैं कि जी ये मजहबी या शरीक तरीका नहीं है यू नो दिट नॉट इक्वल एंड वी गेट एम्ब्रॉयड इन दैट वो बहस मतलब सत्तर साल से बहत्तर साल से चल रही है तो we need to now find a, a way to circumvent that uh, because that debate can go on forever what 
आर वेमेंस राइट्स इन इस्लाम वट आर नॉट वेमेंस राइट्स ये कोई ईजिली मैनेज या ईजिली रिजोल्व इशू नहीं होगा ये तो मैंने अपने पच्चीस साल ऑफ एक्टिविज़म में सीख लिया है बावजूद इसके कि आई यू नो सर राइट ऑन इट आई स्टडी डेट आई वर्क इन इट आई आर्ग्यू अगेंस्ट इट बट पुटिंग वो ज़रूरी है दैट कॉन्वर्सेशन इज़ इम्पॉर्टेंट ऑन अ पैरल बट I, uh, you know, this is you. You're right in reading me uh, my point in in the sense that when I say this, when the state steps in, when political leadership makes a call and says we are going to amend the uh, property laws of of um, Punjab, or it says we're going to make amendments in the Nikah Nama or in family laws, it takes place and it shuts up those who are. रिजोल्व टू नॉट गिव वुमेंस राइट्स जो उसकी मुखालफत करते हैं बराबरी की एंड फील के जेंडर रोल्स अलग हैं वगैरह वगैरह सो यू नो येस इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट टू कन्विंस द पीपल हैव दै कंसेंट हैव कंसेंसिस डिबेट होनी चाहिए डिस्कशन होनी चाहिए पार्लियामेंट और पार्लियामेंट्री डेमोक्रेसी का मकसद ही ये है लेकिन अल्टीमेटली इफ वी आर टू यू नो सो इफ वी बिलीव इन कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल इक्वालिटी वगैरह तो उस पर आपको डिलीवर भी करना है तो एक वक्त आता है जब आप उस बहस में मोमेंटम क्रिटिकल मैस बन जाता है एंड देन यू मेक अ कॉल एंड आई थिंक व्हाट द प्रीवियस गवर्नमेंट्स डिड यू नो पीपल्स पार्टी हैज ऑलवेज बिन नोन टू एटलीस्ट बी लिबरल माइंडेड इन देयर पॉलिसीज एंड ऑलवेज सपोर्टेड वुमेंस एम्पावरमेंट बट आई थिंक द लास्ट गवर्नमेंट ऑफ द नून लीग पीएमएलएन सर्टेनली डिलीवर्ड ऑन दिस इन टर्म्स ऑफ लीगल राइट्स एंड एंड सॉर्ट ऑफ Uh, taking a narrative and taking um, a stand that was committed to improving uh, women's economic status etc so that means you do have to um, uh, tackle and uh, confront uh, religious sourced or let's put it this way conservative forces patriarchal forces in pakistan who want to conserve their privilege and conserve their rights as a male dominated or male dominant system उसका सामना करना चाहे एंड यू नो वुमेन कैन बी प्रोमोटर्स ऑफ पेट्रियाकी ऑल्सो ये कोई बायोलॉजिकल चीज़ नहीं है कि औरतें जो हैं औरतों के हकूक मांगेंगी और मर्द हमेशा मुखालफत में रहेंगे ये एक मिथ है जेंडर का मतलब ही यही है कि यू लुक एट थिंग्स फ्राम इन अ कम्पेरेटिव वे बिटवीन मेल एंड फीमेल मेल प्रिवलेज ओवर वुमेंस इशूज़ एंड वुमेंस राइट्स और आप उसका सोल्यूशन और उसकी बराबरी के लिए अगर आप खड़े होते ना द कंजर्वेटिव एंड द राइट विंग सेज वेमेन इक्वल बट डिफरेंट राइट एंड दैट्स द की डिफरेंसिस ऑफ ओपिनियन बिटवीन फेमिनिस एंड दोज द मोर राइट विंग काइंड ऑफ इफ़ यू लाइक इस्लामिक फेमिनिस्ट और दोज हु वॉन्ट टू वर्क विद इन अ सर्टन पैराडाइम उनका ये कहना होता है कि हमारे रोल्स फ़र्क होते हैं फेमिनिस्ट कहते हैं रोल्स फ़र्क नहीं होने चाहिए सबके बराबरी के रोल्स होने चाहिए वगैरह सो आई थिंक दे विल द राइट विंग और कंजर्वेटिव ऑलवेज टेक होल्ड ऑफ ओल्डर फिलासफीज और दोज फिलासफीज दैट दे फील प्रिवलेज मैन ओवर वुमेन एंड यू नो सर्ट ऑफ those who believe in equality absolute equality modern rights um, you know um, progressive uh, thinking jo hote hain wo kehte hain ki kisi 
किसी चीज़ के बहाने किसी फिलोसफी के बहाने आपको ये राइट्स डिनाई नहीं कर सकते हैं और नहीं करना चाहिए एक इंडिविजुअल ऑटोनमी होती है इंडिविजुअल राइट्स होती हैं एंड औरतों के कलेक्टिव राइट्स को अगर डिलीवर करना है यू कॉन्ट बी स्टक टू एनी वन पर्टिकुलर सेक्ट और वन पर्टिकुलर रिलीजन एवरीबडी फ्राम ऑल रिलीजन्स शुड हैव इक्वल राइट्स एंड इक्वल सिटीजनशिप तो ये एक रिलीजन पर से इज नॉट द इशू हाउ इट इज पोलिटिसाइज इज द की चैलेंज और पाकिस्तान में चूंकि वो इस्लामिक रिपब्लिक रहा है और वो जयालक के दौर में ये चीज़ें बहुत मिल गई थी मिलावट हो गई थी मिक्स हो गया था सो वी हैव सर्टन लॉज इस्लामिक लॉज दैट आर कंसिडर टू बी डिस्क्रिमिनेटरी और उसको रिक्लेम करना यू नो रिविजिट करना रिफॉर्म करना अमेंड करना बहुत ज़रूरी है वरना वो बहाना बन जाता है जब आप अदालतों में जाते हैं आप तलाक लेने जाते हैं तो वो उसमें बराबरी नहीं है आप इनहेरिटेंस की क्लेम करने जाते हैं उसमें बराबरी नहीं है एंड एडिड टू दैट इज़ मेल एटीट्यूड विच हैज़ नथिंग टू डू विद रिलीजन नेसेसरीली बहुत से लिबरल सेक्युलर कंस्टिट्यूंसी या कम्युनिटी के लोग होते हैं मर्द होते हैं जो कि वो हकूक औरतों को वो भी नहीं देते तो वी कॉन्ट एक्सक्लूसिवली फोकस ऑन रिलीजस माइंडेड पेट्रियाकी बट हाउ इट ऑल कलूड्स और स्टेट जो होता है जिसको न्यूट्रल होना चाहिए वो भी कलूड करता है चाहे वो कम्यूनिटी में के साथ हो ट्राइबल एरियाज़ के साथ हो अर्बन सेंटर्स की जिरगों के साथ हो अर्बन माइंडेड लिबरल मर्दों के साथ हो वो भी जब मिल जाता है इन इट यूज दीज एज टूल्स ऑफ ओप्रेशन रिलीजस एक्सक्यूज़ कल्चरल एक्सक्यूज़ हिस्टोरिकल एक्सक्यूज़ ये सब बहाने होते हैं टू uh and they some of them are mythical some of them are um, made up man made um and that's the key challenge for for feminists how to um disassociate um uh, the kind of uh, excuses and the kind of um prejudices that have denied women access to equality so a couple of follow up on that uh, first starting with the politics i know you mentioned the people's party obviously is always uh, at the very least paid lip service to more progressive values and and women's empowerment done a lot as well the benazir income support program you mentioned already uh, the lady health workers program is something else that comes to my mind at least growing up and looking at that program while i was in pakistan um you said the pmln delivered a lot which is you know often not talked about in our society given the fact that the pmln is often uh, considered and it is a center right party with conservative patriarchal uh, norms historically speaking but the fact that it delivered on some of these uh, over the last few years is is amazing and should be applauded how do you rate the current government i know it's still early days about 18 months or so uh, in uh, when you look at and compare them to the people's party and the pmln government do you think they're building on uh, the progress that has been achieved over the last few years or would you like to see them do more uh, on this issue i'd like to see them do anything on this issue there's complete um, there is complete silence ye baat koi dhaki chupi baat nahi hai this is not a party that is associated with women's rights human rights it's not it doesn't have a historical um, linkages or interest or leadership uh, that talks about um, you know these kind of rights based um, Uh, ideology um uh, you know and when the prime minister talks about riyasat e madina it's a vague um you know sort of not a complete complete it's not a complete imagination or a thought usme masla ye hota hai when you when you um 
call upon or recall images or, or imagery or metaphors like this ke it suggests this kind of pre-modern um, space or state jisme muslim aurton ki jo status hai it is usually welfare Uh, recipient charity recipients and and you know the leadership has often talked about the SRS program and it's quite charity based uh, not rights based let's put it that yeah way. the man will so, provide the man will provide exactly. for the woman under islamic law all of that stuff yeah and this is key this is a key uh, point related to the question you asked earlier that you know is religion the issue is not religion farat hashmi and conservatives and islamists or islamic groups rely on this uh, uh, this discrepancy or this differentiation between women's roles and men's roles they can never mix they can never replace each other or substitute each other therefore there cannot be complete equality that's considered to be a western notion acha ab ye theek hai we know this already but what's happened in pakistan and why we need to shift this conversation jo mai keh rahi hu ke ye to hamesha bahane rahenge that civility modesty sexual propriety what is right what is wrong um, marriage uh, you know uh, uh, sexual relations can only be within marriage ye to sari baatein hum jante hain lekin pakistan mein shift aa chuka hai jaise puri duniya mein aaya hai zahir hai you know these kind of new generations that come up um, they don't necessarily accept an older generations understanding they don't even accept older feminists agenda right they bring in a new wave a new understanding and and demand more rights that's a good sign it shows that पुराना एजेंडा पूरा हुआ हो या नहीं हुआ हो हम इस चीज़ का इंतजार नहीं करेंगे कि सारी औरतें एजुकेटेड हो जाए गुरबत ख़त्म हो जाए पाकिस्तान में करप्शन ख़त्म हो जाए तो तब हम अगले कदम पे और अगली स्टेज पे पहुंचेंगे ऐसे नहीं होता है बहुत सी मुख्तलिफ धारें एक साथ चलती हैं तो पाकिस्तान में मैं समझती हूँ कि यू नो जो मुस्लिम रिफॉर्मिस प्रोजेक्ट था बहिश्ती जेवर सिविलिटी औरतों का किरदार क्या होना चाहिए एंटरटेनमेंट इंडस्ट्री में नहीं काम करना चाहिए ये सब चीज़ें टूट चुकी हैं काफ़ी हद तक एंड दे आर कॉजिंग एंगजाइटी विद इन दी ओल्ड गार्ड राइट वेदर दे आर यू नो रिलीजस माइंडेड और नॉट इज़ नॉट द इशू कोई भी जो ओल्ड ऑर्डर को मजबूत रखना चाहता है बरकरार रखना चाहता है उसको एक नई वेव आके जब तोड़ती है तो एंगजाइटी तो होती है दूसरी बात जो इम्पॉर्टेंट है और हर एक के अपना मैनिफेस्टो होता है हर एक का अपना एक ट्रैक्ट होता है ये डिस्कोर्स शिफ्ट हो चुका है लिहाजा जब आप कहते हैं कि यू नो फरत हाशमी कम आउट यूजली यू नो फॉर ट्वेंटी इयर्स हैज़ बिन फैली यू नो सॉट ऑफ नॉन कॉन्ट्रोवर्शियल वो तो यही कहती हैं कि मैं यू नो बट वट्स हैपन्ड इज दैट ये जो कंजर्वेटिवस हैं दे वर्क ऑन एंड फरत हाशमी अलहदा इस्लामिस वमेंस ग्रुप्स हैव वर्क वेरी मच अबाउट वमेंस राइट्स वमेंस एम्पावरमेंट विद इन इस्लाम विद इन रिलीजियस बाउंड्रीज राइट Yes, and uh, the the easy way to do this has been to not talk about private issues that's considered off limits, but to talk about public violence. ये नहीं है कि the right wing women या जमाते इस्लामी की और हल्का ख्वातीन जो है कि ये कभी औरतों के हकों के बारे में ये बहुत बड़ी गलत फहमी है liberals की सोच में. Of course, they talk about women's empowerment, but within the boundaries of या हदूद एक हदूद के अंदर एक gender relationships जो उनके ख्याल में है उसके अंदर. लिहाजा उन्होंने ने हमेशा तवज्जो दी है ऑन पब्लिक वायलेंस देव ऑलवेज स्पोकन आउट अगेंस्ट ऑनर किलिंग्स अगेंस्ट एसिड क्राइम्स अगेंस्ट रिटेलिएटरी जिरगा रेप्स एंड जिसको लोअर क्लास वायलेंस समझा जाता है ना उसके ऊपर उन्होंने बहुत तवज्जो दी है और किसी हद तक स्टेट लॉज को भी बेहतर करने में उनकी हो रही वट्स हैपन नाउ इन पाकिस्तान इज अ मूवमेंट वेर दिस पब्लिक प्राइवेट 
boundary has been challenged. The new wave of uh, the Me Too movement in Pakistan, sexual harassment, uh, call-outs and movement, that talks about private sector or private realm and this cuts at the core of middle class, all classes actually, but also for the first time puts on the table middle class and upper class uh, issues of from sexual harassment, from mental abuse, unpaid labor, denial of inheritance, um, I mean, you know, um, and extended family ke issues, underage marriage, incest, social media harassment, but also very important Uzair, for the first time they are discussing consenting relationships, uh, sexual relationships, which are outside of uh, marriage. Now, this is important. This is important because it's a taboo subject. It's not something that any uh, movement has openly acknowledged or discussed. Of course, sexual relationships outside of marriage take place in Pakistan. Just pretending or not discussing them doesn't mean that they don't exist. Uh, it's exactly like pretending that abortions don't happen in Pakistan. They happen in back streets. They're unsafe. Women die because of them. We don't wish to discuss it because it's associated with sexuality and uh, uh, sex outside of marriage. So because we don't discuss it... And Pakistan, in fact, have... in fact, just, just for the listeners who are tuning in, that Pakistan has one of the highest rates of abortion per capita in the world, not just in the region, if you look at survey data and statistics, which is insane um, uh, primarily because of the fact that there's a huge unmet demand for contraceptives and family planning but the fact that you know the the trauma it causes particularly for women and younger women who go through this uh, is just something that is not talked about primarily for the reasons that you're talking about and so when you don't want to you see this idea of sex being such an uncomfortable subject uh, and you don't want to discuss and you want to disguise it always under reproductive health rights you know we don't even call it sexuality or sex education we can't we can't even say the word um so this is what i'm suggesting is that uh, this is the first time that taboo or that um, has been challenged the silence has been broken the silence has been challenged not only that this happens you know some feminists have always been discussing it but now it's being discussed on how there is abuse within those relationships and the fact that abusers get away with it because women cannot or the victim or the survivor cannot discuss it without bringing upon her uh, a level of uh, cultural sanctioning, state sanctioning and legal repercussions, right? Because it is not, uh, it is an offense to have um, even consenting relationships outside of marriage. Lehaza ye complicated issue ho gaya. You could, the same way reason you can't discuss a whole bunch of things. So, which brings us to this idea of, uh, you know, when you break silence by movements and by slogans, uh, that's a way of putting something on the agenda which has not existed below. The it's not you know people get a bit startled ke bhai ek slogan se ke mera jism meri marzi which is about choice which is about you know um, um, sexual autonomy bodily autonomy ye itna parishan kyu kar raha hai logon ko 
because that silence has been broken we don't want to talk about sexuality we think that it's in, you know uncivil it's indecent isme haya nahi hai koi agar hum sex ki bare mein baat kare it's such an intrinsic part of, uh, of human beings lives lekin usko hum sharmate hain katrate hain because traditionally you know it's it's um, something that globally has brought shame on people and it's taken time to break that i think so that's that anxiety has as led to this slogan politics you know i mean we're now arguing about slogans rather than um what they yeah, and indicate i i, I can know, imagine they, like by the time this podcast comes out there will be social media i know you're not on it but it'll be filled with uh comments commentary both in favor of and against slogans like mera jisme meri marzi is already happening but there will be a lot of other placards that will go public uh and there will be a lot of anxiety out there uh, about yeah. what they say so, and what they mean yeah because uzair dekho the main jaise keh rahi hu na do sate pe aapki jado jahad ya struggle rehti hai one is core economic material issues and the other is the battle for narratives for symbolism for space jo farzi cheeze kahi jati hain but also you know in terms of which are linked to structural issues who wins the narrative over here uh, and it's important to point out you know pichle saal ki controversy ke baad bhi main mera to yehi aur i i guess meri generation ki feminists have been worried about uh, the backlash not just because of um, what it reveals about male thinking and about patriarchal thinking um, and even anxieties it causes but if one is to retreat on something radical that we put out there right radical demands to breach and to start a new conversation and and to open up a very dark Uh, part of our uh, pakistan's cultural and and actually every countries but uh, a kind of cultural um, gendered relations which is not a happy one which is not a safe place um, even and, and to reveal this idea to expose that hamari families ke andar hamare rishton ke andar hamare workplaces ke andar is kisam ka abuse aur um, backlash aa raha hai cyber space ke upar aap dekh le uh, kis kisam ki these are all this is all a form of violence that has not been discussed or taken care of agar hum retreat kar jate aur compromise karte to phir humme aur dusre jo violence ke cases hain koi zyada farak nahi isme aata right this is why i'm keen that we need some kind of uh, a clarity uh, on on what kind of steps we take strategic steps and strategic decisions we make aur jab hum retreat karte hain to phir wo conservative forces or patriarchal forces ki jeet ho jati hai i know ke a lot of younger generation doesn't want to talk about binaries they say hamare andar farak is tarah se nahi aana chahiye polarized views nahi hona chahiye ye mumkin nahi hai agar aap itna bada इतने बड़े इशू को ब्रेक करना चाह रहे हैं ब्रीच करना चाह रहे हैं कॉन्वर्सेशन स्टार्ट करना चाह रहे हैं यू कान प्रिटेंड दैट देर इज नॉट गोइंग टू बी अ बैक लैश यू कान बी इनसेंट अबाउट इट ऑफकोर्स दर इज गोइंग टू बी अ बैक लैश इफ यू वॉन्ट टू चेंज प्रॉपर्टी रिजीम्स इफ यू वॉन्ट टू गेट इक्वल राइट्स ऑफकोर्स दर इज गोइंग टू बी अ बैक लैश एंड टू हैव अन्वर्स इफ यू टू नॉट लूज द मोमेंटम it is very important to not retreat on some core differences or controversies if you retreat on it then you have sort of uh, conceded ground which is exactly the opposite of what you are trying to do so um, you know the state uh, has you know in, in terms of the judiciary has just allowed uh, lahore high court has allowed the peti- uh, has dismissed the petition uh, and allowed the aurat march to take place but the kind of 
ऑब्जर्वेशंस बाय दैट कोर्ट मेड इन इट्स ऑर्डर आर वेरी प्रॉब्लमैटिक बिकॉज उस कोर्ट ऑर्डर में भी ये कहा है कि डू नॉट ब्रिंग अप कॉन्ट्रोवर्शियल एक्ट्स डू नॉट डिस्कस थिंग्स दैट आर इन डिसर्टन अगेंस्ट द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन यू नो आई मीन दीज आर अब्जर्ड काइंड ऑफ ऑब्जर्वेशन इन माई व्यू बिकॉज दे जस्ट री एनफोर्स द पेट्रियाल नोशन विच इज एग्जैक्टली वॉट द औरत मार्च इज ट्राइंग you know breach and 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 the conversation that is happening at the orat march itself through its slogans um so i think that this is a jaise aap keh rahe hain ki important moment hai um do we, does one retreat does one compromise and it will reflect how feminists women's activists uh, work in the field you know perf- orat march is a performance but beyond that performance which is important jaise aap keh rahe hain symbolically and how to promote a certain narrative and to start a conversation but at the end of the day you have to go back to doing the activism and engaging with institutions and dealing with families and communities and women's rights within it and promoting those usme ye compromises ye concessions ye backlash jo hai Uh, it's very easy to be critical of it that how other women activists you know compromise on certain things but jab aapke upar khud aata hai state ka force judiciary ka force patriarchy ki galiyan tv ke upar you know harassment and and uh, you know violence violent attitudes to uske upar kitne how important it is to have support and to fight back on that level and not to retreat um, and not to lose that battle of narratives um and you know conversations and clarity amongst groups progressive groups is very important in that thing we've spent a lot of time on social media calling each other out being critical of each other rather than conserving those energies to discussion and consensus uh, within us so that when we take a public stand it is very clear and it is um, you know non negotiable let's put it that way Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think on the judiciary point um, across the board in Pakistan, or whether it's uh, Aurat March and what the Punjab court is saying, uh, or things like allowing military tribunals to try civilians uh, and the court standing by it, or the doctrine of necessity in the past, Pakistan's courts—I mean, let's mm. be honest—have a shameful history of siding with the oppressor rather than the oppressed, and that continues. uh to this day and hopefully you know slowly but surely that will change but the punjab high court's comment commentary on this is in another example of them trying to fundamentally suppress what our constitutional rights of free expression and free speech guaranteed under uh the constitution of pakistan but that patriarchy that backlash you know does not look at institutions whether it's judiciary the government the media what have you uh but i agree with you that it is important at the same time to have a broader coalition and consensus so that the retreat does not happen because a retreat then sets back everything by decades if not more uh in this case uh, i i know you've been part of this movement for decades and and you know you mentioned the generational divide between feminists first i would like you to define what feminism is because i can guarantee you that a lot of the listeners may not even have a they may have a a a, a wrong perspective or definition of what feminism is so a please define that for us mm-hmm. and b how do you think uh, how far uh, this movement has come over the years and uh, are you hopeful about its future or concerned or uh, you know looking at the next generation as someone who is uh, more blatant in pushing the norms and pushing an agenda and achieving something out of this uh, given that you've been in this movement for a long time hmm so 
دیکھیں پہلے فیملزم کی تعریف اچھا یہ امپورٹنٹ سوال ہے آل دو یو نو اٹس یو کین گوگل اٹ آئی مین پیپل کین گوگل اٹ بٹ انڈرسٹینڈنگ از امپورٹنٹ کہ فیملزم کو اکثر ٹریویلائز کر دیا جاتا ہے پاکستان کی کانورسیشن میں یو نو اٹس ڈسمسڈ ویری ایزیلی اینڈ یوز لوسلی جسٹ لائک دا ورڈ لبرل از جسٹ لائک ہول بنچ آف کنسیپچل کلیرٹی یاد ہے مگر اٹس امپورٹنٹ ٹو اسٹیٹ ازیر کہ فیملزم ایک پولیٹیکل فلاسفی ہے اینڈ اٹ کمپرائزز آف اٹ ڈیفائنز اے رینج آف سوشل موومنٹس یہ تحریکیں ہیں اور ایک نظریہ بھی ہے جس کا مقصد یہ ہے کہ صرف عورتوں کے حقوق کے حوالے سے نہیں اتنی لمیٹڈ نہیں ہے اس کی اس کا ایجنڈا بلکہ سیاسی قانونی سماجی اور اینڈ موسٹ امپورٹنٹلی نجی یا ذاتی سطحوں پر عورتوں اور مردوں کے اور مختلف طبقوں کے یو نو اٹس اے کلاس آن اٹس ایجنڈا از کلاس اکوالٹی اینڈ اٹس کرٹیکل آف کیپٹلزم اینڈ جتنے بھی جینڈرز ہیں اور جتنی نسلیں ہیں ان کے ان کا مکمل برابری کی جد و جہد ہے رائٹ سو فیملزم از اے سوشل اینڈ پولیٹیکل موومنٹ اینڈ اٹس ہیز اٹس ہسٹری ان یو نو that goes back a long time but when it wasn't even called feminism right but that struggle is a historical one so ek ye kehna zaruri hai what does it fight is the other um, you know question ke there's a system of inequality that is perpetuated and maintained by patriarchy ab ye jo ghair barabari hai samaj mein siyasi level pe wagaira jisko pidr shahi nizam kehte hain where men particularly heads of households or heads of communities you know political leaders chief justices national leaders um, they hold primary power men hold primary power aur har profession mein har career mein har vocation mein har decision making میں آپ دیکھیں گے کہ مردوں کی اکثریت اور مردوں کی سوچ اور مردوں کا نظریہ جو ہے وہ ڈومینیٹ کرتا ہے اس کو جب ہم چیلنج کرتے ہیں سوسائٹی از آرگنائزڈ اکارڈنگ ٹو دس میل پرسپیکٹو اس کو جب ہم چیلنج کرتے ہیں اس کو فیمنزم کہا جاتا ہے اور ہماری مانگیں یہ ہیں کہ پرنسپل آف ان اکوالٹی شوڈ بی بروکن دس پریولیج شوڈ بی بروکن اینڈ ویمن پیپل آف ورکنگ کلاسز پیپل آف سر ادر جینڈرز اینڈ ادر ریسز ڈفرینٹ پروونسز جن کی برابری نہیں ہے ان کو برابری مکمل طور پہ برابری دی جائے رائٹ ویدر اٹس ان اکنامک سیکٹر ویدر اٹس ان دا پرائیویٹ سیکٹر اٹس ان دا ہاؤس ہولڈ ان ایجوکیشن اینڈ پولیٹیکل ریپرزینٹیشن اینڈ سو اب یہ کہ فیملزم کی مختلف شاخیں بھی ہوتی ہیں یہ کوئی ایک اسٹیٹک چیز نہیں ہے موومنٹس تحریکیں بدلتی رہتی ہیں جس طرح سے مارکسزم اور سوشلزم ایک فلاسفی ہے ایک تحریک ہے جو سرمایہ داری نظام کو چیلنج کرتا ہے اسی طرح فیملزم پیٹریاکی کو چیلنج کرتا ہے اور اس کی شاخیں اس قسم کی مارکسز سوشلسٹ فیملزم بھی ہے لبرل فیملزم بھی ہے ریڈیکل فیملزم ہے جو زیادہ پش کرتی ہیں فار فار رائٹس دیٹ آر بیسڈ آن سیکشول ان اکوالٹی ٹرانس نیشنل فیملزم بلیک فیملزم اسلامک فیملزم بھی ہے ایک تحریک یو نو حال میں ایک موومنٹ نکلی ہے پوسٹ ماڈرن فیملزم پوسٹ اسٹرکچرل فیملزم سو اٹس ناٹ اے اسٹیٹک فلاسفی اٹس ناٹ اے اسٹیٹک اٹس ناٹ لمیٹڈ ٹو ون پارٹ آف دا ورلڈ ہر ملک میں ہر سماج میں آپ کو اس کی لہریں اور اس کی فلیورز اور یو نو کیریکٹرسٹکس نظر آئیں گے یہ بات ضرور امپورٹنٹ ہے اور اس میں میں سمجھتی ہوں نا کہ اپالوجی نہیں ہونی چاہیے ہم کوشش کرتے ہیں کہ فیملزم کو اڈیپٹ کر لیں فٹ کر لیں اس حد تک کہ ہم اپالوجیٹک بن جاتے ہیں اس کے بارے میں ہسٹوریکلی دا فیملسٹ موومنٹ جو ماڈرن فیملسٹ موومنٹ نائنٹین سکسٹیز میں تحریک چلی تھی واز ویری مچ اباؤٹ سیکشول لبریشن 
यू नो वी कैन वी नीड नॉट हाइड बिहाइंड इट ये ज़रूर है कि बिकॉज जैसे मैंने आपको कहा कि फेमिनिज्म जुड़ी हुई है इन इट्स डिमांड्स एंड इन इट्स स्ट्रगल्स अगेंस्ट साइमल्टेनियसली ये इंटरसेक्शनैलिटी इसी को कहते हैं कि किसी एक तहरीक इस तहरीक के हिस्से को प्रिविलेज नहीं किया जाए दूसरे के ऊपर इट्स नॉट जस्ट अबाउट वुमेंस इक्वालिटी इट्स आल्सो अबाउट वर्किंग क्लास इक्वालिटी या क्लास इक्वालिटीज तो जाहिर है जो इंटरनेशनल वुमेंस डे की जो हिस्ट्री है उसका ताल्लुक लेबर राइट से था क्लारा जेडकिन सोशलिस्ट फेमिनिस्ट एक तहरीक जो थी उसमें इट लिंक्ड लेबर राइट्स एंड सेक्शुअल राइट्स एंड पोलिटिकल राइट्स एंड इकोनॉमिक राइट्स तो ये जुड़ी हुई है लेकिन इसका ये मतलब नहीं है कि हम कह दें जो सेक्शुअल राइट्स हैं सेक्शुअल ऑटोनमी है वो बाद में देखी जाएगी पहले हम अपनी लिटरेसी करा लें जिस तरह से ये राइट विंग कहती पहले हम पॉवर्टी को ठीक कर लें पहले हम यू नो लाइवलीहुड्स ठीक कर लें फिर देखा जाए ये सब जुड़े हुए हैं और जब तक आप इसके जड़ को नहीं यू नो निकालेंगे उखाड़ेंगे तो आपको गैर बराबरी ही इनफैक्ट यू आर सिस्टमिकली प्रोमोटिंग एंड एंड इनेबलिंग इन इक्वालिटी इन द फ्यूचर यू मे एम्पावर वेमेन बट यू हैव नॉट मेड दम इंडिपेंडेंट और ऑटोनमस सो आई थिंक दिस इज सोट ऑफ अ बेस बेसिक डेफिनेशन ऑफ फेमिनिज्म विच इज मिस अंडरस्टूड even uzair amongst those who claim to stand up for women's rights so women to isko itna uh, misconstrue kar diya jata hai because social media pe discussion hoti hai iski philosophy ko undermine kar diya jata hai aksar aap dekh rahe hain aurat maaj ke haq mein jo kuch celebrities keh rahe hain ki you know they are adding to the confusion of what is appropriate feminism Uh, there's nothing appropriate about feminism yeah. that's going to fit into male defined agenda so this is a bit unfortunate jo aap baat pooch rahe hain generations ki is pe hi dekh le international women's day pe jo older groups hoti thi feminists ki wo hamesha labor unions ke sath lahore mein bhi karachi mein bhi nikalti thi jodti thi apni struggle aur apni march demanding labor rights for women trade unions for women uske baad ek lehar aayi जहाँ एन पाकिस्तान में बहुत इस चीज़ को इस कॉल को और इंटरनेशनल वुमेंस डे को सेलिब्रेट करने लगे मेरा बहुत तनकीदी राय है इस मूवमेंट के ऊपर बिकॉज एन ने सेमिनार्स और कॉन्फ्रेंसेस की हद तक वो फेमिनिज्म का इशू डाइल्यूट हो गया था डेवलपमेंट एंड यू नो केक कटिंग एंड सेलिब्रेटरी काइंड ऑफ वो उसमें चला गया था एंड बेस कोर डिमांड ऑफ इंटरनेशनल वुमेंस राइट्स हिस्टोरिकल उसका ट्रेडिशन फॉर इकोनॉमिक राइट्स वो थोड़ा लूज हो गया था अब औरत मार्च एक नई लहर है जिसने इस चीज़ को रिक्लेम किया है और उसकी सबसे इम्पोर्टेंट कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन रही है कि इट्स टेक इन द मार्च और प्रोटेस्ट और डिमांड्स ऑफ फेमिनिज्म ऑन द स्ट्रीट्स अगेन now this is important it's performative but that performance has a message that we want to reclaim public spaces right and post war on terror jahan itna conflict raha hai jahan itna hum mehdood ho gaye the aur movements bhi andar chali gayi thi dab gayi thi to revive that original spirit of reclaiming public space the right to be the right for our bodies to occupy uh, public spaces is a core feminist agenda ye unfinished business ko inhone dobara agenda ke upar dala and to talk about autonomy to talk about reproductive uh, the body as a uh, as a tool of reproduction but also of sexual autonomy and for dependence on men to end that we can be partners on equal terms not on dependency or you know coexist kaise kare but on equal terms ye jo message aaya aurat march ka main samajhti hu ki ye sabse important issue raha hai so 
if we are going to start explaining certain this agenda or this demand and say that well mera jism meri marzi is actually about protecting women from violence i think that's unfortunate it is not just about uh, protecting women from violence mera jism mera marzi meri marzi is about claiming the choice to decide what to do with your body it is not just protection it is about autonomy yeah, and of course that's going to ruffle feathers of course that's going to create anxiety no uh, patriarch wants to give up his privilege and his control over somebody else's body whether it is a labor whether it is an agricultural worker whether it is domestic staff ya jo aapki factory ke andar bodies kaam karti hain aap unko unionize nahi hone dete aap unko minimum wage se zyada nahi dena chahte aap unke hukuk ke pure nahi karne देना चाहते हैं एंड एक्स्ट्रा राइट्स नहीं देना बिकॉज दैट लूजेस कंट्रोल ओवर दैम सो इफ यू गिव वुमेन्स कंट्रोल एंड ऑटोनमी ओवर देयर बॉडीज यू विल लूज दैट प्रिविलेज सो आई थिंक वी नीड टू स्टिक टू दैट डिमांड मेरा जिसम मेरी मर्जी है एंड यू नो इफ खलील वॉट एवर कमर को एंगजाइटी है इसके ऊपर ये उनका इशू है उनको तोज्जो देनी है कि क्यों उनको एंगजाइटी हो रही है इस पर प्लीज डोंट टॉक ऑन बिहाफ ऑफ समाज एंड कल्चर एंड रिलीजन रिलीजन डजन नीड यू टू प्रोटेक्ट इट यू नो कल्चर डजन नीड यू टू प्रोटेक्ट इट आप अपनी जहनीत को देखें कि आपको क्यों फिक्र कर रही है चीज़ अगर आपको समाज की और मीशत की और और चीज़ों की फिक्र है तो बहुत से जो हमने आपने और मैंने शुरू में बात की है कि इकोनमी को इक्वल कैसे किया जाए रीडिस्ट्रीब्यूशन कैसे किया जाए बलोचिस्तान के मीशती हकूक कैसे दिलाए जाएँ टैक्सीशन को कैसे बेहतरी करें यू नो उन चीज़ों पे तवज्जो दें बिकॉज माशरे को और मीशत को तो उस चीज़ की फिक्र है ये नहीं कि औरत अपने जिसम के साथ क्या करती उस चीज़ की फिक्र नहीं होनी चाहिए सो um, मगर so, ये एक uh, फिक्र है कि फितना और के और सेक्शुअल ऑर्डर जो है वो तबाह हो जाएगा यू नो इट्स एन ओल्ड एंगजाइटी दैट हिट्स वेस्टर्न मैन ऑल्सो वाइट मैन ऑल्सो दिस इज समथिंग कॉमन दैट पेट्रियाकी हैज़ मैन ऑफ ऑल कलर एंड क्रीड हैव दिस एंगजाइटी कि हमारा कंट्रोल सेक्शुअल कंट्रोल एंड अदर कंट्रोल चला जाएगा बट तो औरत मार्च इज़ नॉट अ मिलाद इट इज़ नॉट अ चैरिटी फंक्शन इट्स अ पोलिटिकल डिमांड एंड इट्स परफॉर्मेटिव सो लेट दम मेक दैट डिमांड्स आप नहीं दें आपके घर के अंदर इनको ये फिक्र है ना कि घर के अंदर औरतें जो है इंस्पायर हो जाएंगी इससे इसीलिए इंस्पायर इसलिए इंस्पायर नहीं होंगी कि किसी ने स्लोगन उठाया वो इसलिए इंस्पायर होंगी कि चूँकि आप उनके साथ गैर बराबरी और बदसलूकी और अनफेयर ट्रीटमेंट कर रहे हैं तो उसके उनको हिम्मत मिलेगी ज़रूर और बराबरी का जो ये बराबरी की जो जंग है ये अनसेटल तो करेगी उनको जो कंट्रोल करते हैं और जो प्रिविलेज हैं और जो अपना यू नो हु हैव मोर पावर इन इन सोसाइटी देन इज देर ड्यू या एंड आई थिंक ऑन द खलील रहमान कमर पॉइंट uh what he said was violent and abusive language has been condemned and continues to be condemned but my view on this also was that by him coming out on television and being abusive towards mm-hmm. marvi sirmat and and then doubling down on it also brought and energized the movement itself it brought out the abusive thinking mentality of patriarchs mm-hmm. like halilur rahman out into the open and has galvanized mm-hmm. a next level of conversation on this which in in a way uh is positive as well because more people are coming out and speaking so in in a weird way by him trying to shut down this movement or saying aap ghar mein rahe ya whatever he wants whatever his views are 
um, it, it's had uh, it's had an unintended consequence of galvanizing yeah. more people and more voices. So mm. you know that that's the silver lining mm. there. Um, uh, mm. And you know, before I let you go, uh, you know. One of the things I wanted you you mentioned earlier a bit was that the PTI government is not doing anything whatsoever when it comes to empowering women or taking uh, a, you know a charge in terms of trying to push reforms. Um, if you were advising, let's say the prime minister or whatever, what are a couple of things that you would sort of want him to do more of uh, to change your perception that uh, that they're not doing anything when it comes to empowering women in Pakistan? Yeah, I think uh, to say, uh, well, look, on, on many fronts, this uh, government has not, let's put it this way, the government, this government has not uh, revealed its own understanding or agenda with regard to women's empowerment, right? Um, they do a little bit, which is required of them, but in ki koi shenakht, identity, rights-based efforts, it's not that they're not doing anything for women's empowerment, the usual policies hoti hain, SAS ka, or charity, and, you know, zakat, and Benazir income support, ye programs to chalte rahenge, ye to riyasat ke programs, you know, ek riyasati level pe chalte hain. Lekin har hakumat ya har party ka ek identifiable uh, difference hota hai. Uh, Benazir Bhutto ki zamane mein, lady health workers ki policies benazir income support shelters hadood uh, ordinances ko reform karna ye unki call thi uh, pmln ki ye hai ke women aurton ki economic rights unki social rights unke liye laws change kare jaye beshak you know what was happening in i'm just saying that every party has an something that you can identify with them with regard to their main uh, call their main demand their main um, uh, agenda so pti doesn't has not managed to uh, convince or convey what or and i think doesn't even have a core vision with regard to women's empowerment they'll do a little bit of child marriage or, you know girls education these are not um, uh, empowerment strategies uh, these are simple uh, simply very uh, sort of conservative methods nobody has a problem with these kind of agenda items lekin jab it ha- doesn't push uh, women's empowerment to another level now what can they do i think is first of all they need to if they could unroll uh, their their vision for women's empowerment or, or you know what the goals and, and ends are and the, what their vision is with regard to human rights and women's rights in Pakistan that would be sort of one starting point I think more than expertise which the party certainly lacks on the rights-based um, level there's no leader that I can associate with a history of struggle for rights uh, women's rights or human rights uh, I think the prime minister's one uh, sort of asset uh, or, or capital that he has is that he has a big fan following, right? Um, I think if he were to say anything, let's take, for example, uh, you know, women have the right to protest. Uh, women have the right to claim public space. Women have the right to equal property. Uh, you know, women have the right to mobility and I support them on on uh, in terms of driving cars and driving, um, riding motorcycles. Uh, women have the right to um, uh, represent uh, become 50% of Pakistan's, um, uh, you know, sort of institutions should be uh, led by women. Any of these statements or any of these uh, agendas, if he was to sponsor a cause or promote it, I think it would have a huge impact on the psyche. It wouldn't necessarily, but, you know, when leadership makes um, certain judgments, certain orders, certain policies or makes certain claims, it has a huge trickle effect on, on people's thinking. It shifts, it, it gets them to, that's what political leadership is. That's what it inspires. So, 
इंस्पायर जरूर करते हैं लोगों को एंड यू ऑल्सो सेंड आउट अ मैसेज ऑन हुज साइड यू आर सो वैन द प्राइम मिनिस्टर सेज डू नॉट अटैक माइनॉरिटीज रिलीजियस माइनॉरिटीज इन पाकिस्तान इट हैज़ एन इफेक्ट इट हैज़ इट गिव सोशल मॉरल कवरेज टू द वनरेबल तो औरतों को अगर सिर्फ वनरेबिलिटी के हवाले से हट के उनकी राइट्स और उनके हकूक़ के हवाले से देखें इट कैन शट अप अ लॉट ऑफ मे बी आई शुड यूज़ दैट वर्ड मिस्टर खलील रमान इज़ वेरी अपसेट अबाउट दैट बट इट कैन साइलेंस दोज हु आर क्रिटिकल ऑफ वमेंस राइट्स इट कैन साइलेंस दोज एंड इट कैन एम्पावर एंड मेक वमेन हैव अ डायरेक्ट रिलेशनशिप विद the notion of empowerment it can make them more sympathetic to the government's um, shielding and giving coverage and giving support to women's rights um and of course there's lots that can be done like you and i discussed um changing uh, structures improving the government departments um and and taking interest in and in women being representatives over there and creating allies you know offering themselves as allies to women makes a big difference um and distancing yourself from patriarchy from the and and to stop for example just to stop bringing the council of islamic ideology into every conversation that regards women only so the yes. prime minister has a history of doing this this is what i mean by you know how important it is who's side and you know are you on uh, and who which resources you tap and uh, to to consider them to be experts the council of islamic ideology is not an expert on women's issues right you have a commission you have women in parliament you have women caucuses you have women experts in this country aap unko banaye aap apne economic council mein auraton ko unki numaindagi badhaye aap apne jitne bhi advisors hain usme uski tadad badhaye you know to get women experts on certain issues on those issues and those feminists and um, those who have a background on on this um, on these subjects uh, foreign policy whatever um, by doing that that's a huge huge step that the government would be taking no i think and the symbolism part is very important like i was thinking even if it comes to the prime minister coming out and saying that main kisi bhi aise meeting mein nahi baithunga jisme 50% se kam khawateen maujood na maujood ho like it should be at least 50% that symbolically sends a message right and that changes the nature of the conversation in a country like pakistan and even that in and of itself would have a huge impact if you were to do that and the second thing from my perspective that's been disappointing across the board with this government is that the party is called pakistan tehreek-e insaf and insaf is not just about corruption and the mantra that they've made about corruption right insaf is about the insaf uh, 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 an agricultural worker gets from the person who's employing them in terms of their rights their wages etc the insaf is the right of a woman to go from one place to the other without fear of being harassed uh, on the way there insaf is about the rights of people in balochistan and in khyber pakhtunkhwa and other marginalized communities across the country and the sad part and the disappointing part of this party has been that unhone insaf ke snare ko ek corruption ka nara bana kar uske sath they've done just injustice to it um ironically mm. um and i think that that has been the biggest lost opportunity because it could have encompassed so much more uh, in a country like pakistan where insaf is lacking across the board especially when it comes to women um so before i let you go um last question uh, would are there a couple of books that you would recommend uh, to our listeners whether it's on the subject of women's empowerment or feminism or anything else uh, that you would recommend that they pick up and read 
سو اگر آپ پاکستان کے حوالے سے دیکھنا چاہ رہے ہیں تو حال میں کئی کتابیں لکھی گئی ہیں یو نو دیز ناٹ ویری مچ آن فیمنسٹ تھیوری ریٹن ان دا لاسٹ ٹوینٹی ایئرس بٹ اے کی ٹیکسٹ ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ دا ویمنس موومنٹ لیٹس پٹ اٹ ان پاکستان ہیز بین فریدہ شہید اینڈ خاور ممتاز اگر آپ ہسٹوریکلی اس میں ٹو اسٹیپس فارورڈ you know if you want to look at um, uh, many of the papers and and uh, literature produced by um, Asma Jahangir and AGHS it's not necessarily in the form of a book always but certainly uh, case studies and we don't have enough on legal rights or jo legal battle pakistani aurton ne matlab itni mohim chalayi hai aur kamyab bhi hui hai usme wo you know those are papers and and orders that um, judgments that somebody should document and put together um we also have bahal mein kafi kitabe nikli hain on women uh, muslim women's identities um you know i don't necessarily agree with the thesis but i think all of them should be read because uh, you don't always have to agree with what you read lekin aap unko dekhenge padhenge to aap apna apni opinion bhi form karenge i have really uh, enjoyed and i think there's a lot to learn from uh, sanam mahir's uh, kandil baloch book uh, because uh, not because it's um, it does a superb methodological combination of feminist understanding and journalism uh, and digital rights and the issue of honor crimes i think it's a superb um uh, book uh, to under, you know to to, to uh, combine those issues and, and and educate you about that um kafi kitabe hain ya khawateen ki likhi hui mazmoon ya chapters hain in different books uh, you know whether it's on foreign policy or urban planning noshin anwar ki kitab ki mazmoon hai ye important kitabe hain um but uh, you know i would um, i think pakistani fiction writers um reveal a lot about feminist themes autobiographies maybe or uh, fiction maybe um kafi usme kaam aaya hai um i think that's important to read uh, there's le- uh, you know books on political uh, participation aisha khan's book shandana mohammed's book um these are also important to understand political leadership aurton ke jo kirdar usme hota hai kitna aham hota hai there's not too much literature on on feminism like i said um but jitna hai wo aapko kisi bhi kitabi you know aur mein mil jayega aap usko zarur padhe you know rather than sort of reducing it to social media analysis there is uh, there are websites uh, uh, which i can recommend but my my again jo maine aapko shuru mein kaha na uzair bahut zaruri hai ki feminism ko ek uh, academic ڈسپلن کے حوالے سے بھی پڑھا جائے فیمنسٹ تھیوری کو پاکستان میں جو پروڈیوس ہو رہی ہے تھوڑی بہت اس کو سمجھا جائے اگر آپ سوشل میڈیا اور بلاگز اور ویب سائٹس پہ ہی ریلائی کریں گے وہ دلچسپ ضرور ہے لیکن وہ آپ کو یو نو یو نیڈ ٹو ڈو لانگ ریڈنگ پاکستان میں اتنی شاخیں ہیں کہ آپ ڈپینڈ آن واٹ یور انٹرسٹ از بٹ یو نو وین ڈی براؤن بکس آن ویمن فیمنسٹ اکنامکس جون اسکاٹس آن جون والس اسکاٹس آن آن فیمنزم ان دا ویسٹ لاٹ آف انڈین فیمنسٹ جو کہ لکھتی ہیں اکنامکس کے اوپر یا اکنامک رائٹس پہ جینڈر اینڈ گلوبلائزیشن پہ ہے تو بہت لٹریچر 
um, but mm -hmm. it depends on what your specific interest is in feminism. Feminism is a wide discipline now. No, those are helpful suggestions and maybe I'll follow up with you on WhatsApp to put down some names. I try to put down as many as I heard, but I think what we're trying to do as well in the notes section of each podcast is put uh, down links uh, to books that all, uh, our guests recommend. So thank you for those suggestions and thank you so much for your time. This has been a wonderful uh, discussion and I've learned a lot. And I think uh, given that the Women's March is coming up and we'll have this episode in time for that, uh, it's a very timely discussion. And uh, again, I think... Uh, the stuff you talked about is are things that you don't really hear or listen to in mainstream media. So thank you for that and, and hope to talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Uzair, for your keen interest and your important questions. I've enjoyed it too. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Pakistanomy. Hope you enjoyed the discussion. If you like this podcast, please do subscribe to it using your favorite podcast app and do share it with your friends and family, as well as on your social media. Hope you tune in next time.